0: Hello and welcome to another episode of a Brother's Creed podcast. We talk about motivation, experiences, and exploring the world around us. We're the Thomas Brothers. I'm Ethan.
1: And I'm Jared. And today we'd be with Owen Kennedy, who is an underground mine explorer. You may know him from Kennedy Underground on TikTok and Instagram and also YouTube. Uh, he's a young man who goes and explores mines uh, all over the place, mostly in the Nevada desert. But we talked to him about lots of different things today, about his... Uh, Different mine experiences, some of the cool stuff he's found, some of the cool places he's explored, and it's a really great episode. So we're excited to have him on and uh, to kind of pick his brain about uh, adventuring out in the desert. So let's uh, let's go ahead and dive into this episode.
0: All right, let's do it.
2: Spartans, what is your profession?
0: Any man who must say I am the king is no true king. What I do have. I have a very particular set of skills, skills that make me a nightmare. If I can change and you can
1: change, everybody can change.
2: Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world, a decent world.
1: All right, Owen Kennedy, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you being here.
2: Yeah, thank you guys for having me.
1: Excellent. Uh oh, and I I had I stumbled across some of your videos, your insane mine videos on on TikTok. I think Instagram too. And uh, sure. I was just, you know, when I was in college, I went out to I went to school in Idaho, and there's a lot of old mines in Idaho. And Ethan yeah. and I one time we went out to an old, uh, an old mine called Skull. It was in a place called Skull Canyon. Uh, and we went down this this mine, and there was one of those old ladders that just went down into the abyss. And I was right. like, man, no way in heck would I go down that old ladder <laughs> from the 1800s. And then I watch your videos and you guys are just like going down those ladders.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: so I was like, man, yeah. those guys got some cojones going down all that old stuff. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, I mean, I enjoy it a lot, but I, I definitely do have my boundaries. Um, but, I mean, we'll, we'll bring our ropes. We'll bring, you know, safety precautions. We'll make sure we have everything before we go. Uh, always go in teams. So yeah. just try to make sure everything's as safe as possible yeah.
0: yeah so how did you how did you get into exploring mines i mean it's it's kind of something that i that probably all over the united states at least or all over the world there's probably tons of abandoned mines you don't know, that that are just kind of open i mean how did you get yeah. into it and, and how, did, how do you find them
2: yeah so uh My dad is actually a hockey coach, and so we move around all the time. I've probably been to six or seven different schools, and uh, I was lucky enough to enter high school uh, in Las Vegas. And so I was there for all throughout high school, and uh, in sophomore year, we finally kind of all got, my friends and I kind of all got our driver's license, and uh, a couple of them got some Jeeps. So we would always go out on the trails and kind of bomb around on those trails and we'd stumble upon these these mines in the ground and uh at first i i I really had no idea of like what they were Mm -hmm. and so we got we got our phone lights out you know we brought some waters we kind of just (laughs) poked our heads in a bit and uh we didn't really know much but uh my interest and curiosity kind of just took off from there and uh been exploring ever since been four years
1: awesome that's uh, There's so many mines out, out in the West. Are you still in the Las Vegas oh, yeah. area?
2: Uh, so I'm in Canada for the summer, actually. My dad oh. lives up in Canada. Okay. So I go, I go back there uh, during school year. Okay. So I'll be back down there in just half a month.
1: Any old mines in Canada?
2: <laughs> uh, there actually are. So I'm in Calgary right now. Uh, but the mines are kind of more uh, to the West of me. So the Rockies are just about an hour West of me. And uh, there's a lot of coal mines, but once you get into the interior of British Columbia, there's a lot of silver mines. Um, But I've yet to get out there. I I really wish I could, but I've been pretty busy this summer. Cool. So So do you you just
0: look these up online, or do you kind of like talk to people? Are they off the beaten path, or
2: maybe they're more marked? Yeah, so it's actually a lot of uh, Google Earth research. (laughs) So I'll kind of go through um, the history, you know, ghost towns, figure out where our, those ghost towns are and then I'll just kind of uh scour the area on Google Earth and then uh find these uh waste rock piles, which are pretty apparent on the satellite images. So
1: Oh yeah. You just walk around yeah. some of those canyons and you can see the all the rock piles out of that those mines and you're like, Oh, yeah. that's the uh, opening right there.
2: Yep, yep. That's how we find some of them. Uh yeah, like I said, uh with our with our jeeps we would just kind of stumble upon them and uh i eventually kind of learned to kind of scour the internet uh lots of rabbit holes oh yeah and uh lots of people like a lot of people like to document their minds on their website and i'll just kind of find their website and kind of go through them ask them questions and uh lots of learning from there so
1: awesome now yeah you've you've been doing this for you said like about 4 years and you've gone into many different minds um well, let me let me ask this first: What do your parents think about you doing this?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, I tell them a lot. I show them all my cool pictures that I get, but they don't really like me going into detail about what I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, I'm yeah. sure that you tell them exactly what mine you're going to and all this kind of stuff before you go out, just in yeah. some case something were to always were to happen. Um, yeah. So, you know, and and the mines that I've been in, which is a handful I actually went to and I, I lived in Mexico for two years and I was in this place called uh, Guanajuato uh, Guanajuato Guanajuato is the city of Guanajuato and this place is it's from like it's very very old it's where the the second Mexican revolution uh, well actually the first Mexican revolution happened uh, and it's there's mines all over the place the whole c- town has the gold mines everywhere and yeah. you know, there's a university there where people will go and they'll learn the craft of mining uh, and some of these guys I would talk to, they would go in the mines and they'd find, you know, people from the, you know, Spaniards, like old, like inquisition, uh, uh Spanish inquisition, like Spaniards and like, they'd find rings and stuff in these mines. And I'm like, man, that would be so yeah. cool. Uh, so you know, this, this thing, this, but you can get lost very easily in there. And also, uh, there's, to- there can be toxic fumes and stuff. So have you ever gotten turned around in one of these mines or mines or, or, felt like the air is bad in here we need to turn around
2: uh yeah so we actually bring a little o2 monitor with us uh it just takes a couple AA batteries uh, we just leave it on when we go um but i mean i've been to probably hundreds of mines and uh in the desert uh the miners kind of engineered these mines in a way where the air can kind of naturally flow through and so out of all the mines i've been through the thing is probably only went off maybe once or twice oh really so yeah it's
1: not too bad it's a little canary in the coal mine for
2: you guys yeah (laughs) we we don't do much coal mines we do a lot of silver and gold mines okay so yeah
1: you ever like find any minerals or anything like that when you're in (laughs) these things
2: (laughs) yeah um i have a friend who his name is uh jareth and uh he kind of he has a YouTube and we've gone in a couple of times to the mines and he's brought his little chisel and pickaxe Yeah, and he'll, he'll find some uh, Galena in the walls huh. and he'll actually chisel, chisel it out and bring some samples out. And it's pretty cool. It's actually, it's really heavy. Oh, wow. So you and can you have tell to, when you got something.
0: And in order to get kind of, I guess, silver out of Galena, you really have to like break it down. There's a whole process to it. So it's not like you're, I guess, finding silver on the ground, but <laughs> refined silver. Um, yeah. But, you know, in these mines, I know there's probably lots of places that are pretty open and big and they might even have like some tracks and stuff from from the coal carts or, or not coal or, you know, the, the ore carts or whatever. Um, do you ever get to places where you kind of it gets more cramped and you kind of have to crawl through things to get to different areas
2: or do you guys kind of stick to the, the bigger open areas? Oh, I, we, we do everything. Uh, actually my favorite thing is kind of going through these small little areas because yeah, you never, you never really know what's waiting behind that corner, right? Like, uh, many people will turn around at that spot uh-huh. and they mm-hmm. might, they, they might miss something pretty cool. So mm-hmm. my favorite is getting up in those tight areas and squeaking through, finding something probably pretty cool.
1: Oh man, that makes me nervous. <laughs> Did you hear the story about that, that guy that uh, got caught in that cave near like provo utah called yes muddy, muddy putty the, i think it was, or yes like that. yeah man yeah that, that was an absolute nightmare what happened to that guy
2: yeah mm. uh, i mean like i said i have <laughs> i have my boundaries <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs>
1: it, yeah.
0: maybe he was pushing it a little too oh hard. yeah he, 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 he might have like,
1: been he had to like exhale all of his breath so he could get through this area and then he got stuck it's like if you're having to get that type of a squeeze man it's like time to turn around
2: yeah. Uh, but the thing is, these miners used to work in these areas, right? Yeah. So they wouldn't really kind of make an area so small like that where you can't really work in. So yeah. everything is pretty much a lot of walking. Uh, there, there will be some areas where you get got to army crawl through. Uh, but it's relatively not that bad.
1: What's one of like, the w- oldest mines you've been in?
2: Yeah. So there's this mine uh, pretty close to Vegas, actually, called uh, the Potosi Mine. And, uh, it's the, it's Nevada's oldest load mine. So it started, uh, by, uh, Mormons in the 1860s and, uh, this, it was a silver mine and this mine is absolutely enormous. I've been there, uh, I think four times, uh, spent maybe six hours in there total, still haven't seen everything. Like it's, wow, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Are these mines on, on kind of public land or private land? Yeah. So Nevada is actually 65, I think 65% uh, BLM land, which is government mm-hmm. land. And so, I mean, you can camp, you can drive, you can walk, you can hike, you can kind of do whatever you want on this land. So a lot of these mines fall in that land and we can kind of just wander and explore and kind of do whatever we want. So.
0: That's, that's one so. of the things I love about the West is it's just, yeah, there's more space and freedom to kind of do stuff. We you know Jared and I are on the East coast and, Maybe a little more cooped up as far yeah, as totally. government land goes, but
1: yeah, I, I lived in Salt Lake City for a while, then I lived in Boise for a while, and uh, definitely enjoyed the BLM land out there. It was always always so much fun to explore. Uh yeah. you talked about getting into these small spaces and like exploring places people maybe have never never been in before. Uh, what kind of I'm curious, like what kind of stuff have you found or 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 maybe pulled out of uh, some of these mines. I, I remember one story once where a guy pulled out an old pair, an old Levi's old pair of jeans and he made like, he sold it for like a million dollars yeah. or something. But if yeah. you ever found anything cool, I mean, I think you found some dynamite, some different things based off of your Instagram, but would love to hear oh, the yeah. stories.
2: Uh, personally, my favorite thing to find are rolling ore cars. So mm-hmm. these are ore cars with the, they still have wheels on, they're still mm-hmm. on the track. And uh, it's really fun because you can actually push your friends around, them, <laughs> around the mine. So we have some pretty cool video of pushing, pushing those cars around. Um, So that's probably my favorite thing to find. Um, But kind of more rare things to find are like uh, shovels and pickaxes. Uh, Over the years, those things kind of go, people kind of take them. And uh, there's really not much left, but uh, if you get to the right spot, you can, you can find some pretty good stuff. Um, I once found a pickaxe and like four dynamite boxes, kind of all in this one little area, and uh, made for a super cool kind of photo shoot. So yeah. oh, cool. it was really awesome. Was there, was there yeah.
0: dynamite in the
2: dynamite box, or was it just the boxes? <laughs> so I've actually the dynamite's kind of all scattered around the mine. So you'll you'll find them, you know, like on the ground, kind of under a piece of wood. Oh geez, so <laughs> that's like a it can be pretty. It can be pretty <laughs> unstable, right? Yeah, oh, so yeah. when they're leaking uh, nitroglycerin, nitroglycerin yeah. they're they're pretty unstable. But uh, yeah, we make sure to watch where we step. Uh, if we're kind of looking for artifacts under pieces, we always make sure, always slowly pick up everything, uh, place it down neatly. But we found some lots of dynamite just kind of laying around, uh, and uh, sometimes you'll still see the dynamite actually in the drill holes where they're oh. gonna blast. So that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. You're finding like old newspapers or in notes or anything like yeah. that?
2: Oh, a lot. Uh, this one newspaper I found was from World War I. And it was actually talking about all the U.S. casualties oh, that have wow. happened in the war. So I think it said like 3,600 total infected by like a, a gun wound or a sickness or something like that. And uh, oh wow. yeah, we, we, we find a lot of newspapers actually uh the oldest one i found is from 1905
1: do you frame these i mean i'm sure you got like a a a wall of memorabilia on your on your house somewhere
2: (laughs) yeah 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 we i mean we try not to take a lot of things um we kind of live by the rule you know only leave footsteps but there are some things where we're just like oh that's the that's a pretty old date you can make out a lot of the article and so We'll take a lot of pictures. We'll we'll take some of them. And we, we have a nice big frame oh, yeah. uh, that we have. Yeah, that's, all those articles.
1: That's so cool. And I mean, it's just going to rot away into nothing in the cave anyway. Something like that. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Something like that, yeah. you know. I'm, yeah, I'm they're sure, safe I'm, on the wall. And I'm sure photography kind of comes in hand a lot of times too, because there's things you don't want to touch, or you don't want to take, you want to leave there that are, you know, beautiful or historical or part of whatever. So you just yeah. take, take pictures of them. I know that you are into photography as well. And that that hobby is kind of continuing to grow. Um, yeah. What are some of the favorite kind of pictures that you've gotten? I'm sure some of these mines are in places just where the landscape is beautiful before you even get into the mind. <laughs> um,
2: yeah. What are some of the favorite pictures you've taken? Um, so recently, actually last month I was in Colorado and uh, the Colorado mountains are just absolutely insane. I mean, it looks like a different country. Yeah. And so, the The photos up there are pretty unreal, um, but inside the mine, we actually found ten uh, rolling ore cars in there. So that was hmm. by far the the most I've ever seen. And uh, my favorite pictures, personally, are taking photos of those of those ore cars because of just yeah. how vintage they look. All the rustic metal makes for like really good, really good photo.
1: That's awesome. And you yeah. and you said right before the call that you take most of your photos with your with your iPhone. Is that right?
2: Uh, as of right now. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm really itching to get back down South to, uh, use my nice new camera that I just got. So, uh, super excited for that. That's cool. Yeah. Go ahead, Ethan. I was going to say, make sure you're posting those so we can see it. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Everything's going up. Everything. So
1: have you ever, you talked about, you guys are, are super cautious, you know, not stepping on dynamite or doing your best not to do that. Uh, you know, how do you avoid from getting lost in the caves?
2: Yeah, so um for us, I mean, for someone who's kind of kind of understands the mines and we have we carry plenty of light. So our lights are super bright, we're able to pick up lots of details in the mine. Mm-hmm. And so we're always kind of able to remember where we are. We're always able to remember what we've seen, where we've been, what t- tunnels we haven't been in. Um so we don't really get lost. We kind of always know the way back.
1: You don't leave any like, I mean. glow sticks or anything along the way as <laughs> breadcrumbs. I've,
2: I've seen a lot of that in the minds where people leave things. Uh, but no, we don't, we don't need to uh-huh. honestly. So
1: have you seen the movie uh, The descent? I,
2: I haven't actually, I get a lot, I get a lot of comments. You probably shouldn't. You probably should. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of have an idea of, I mean, what it is and, yeah, I mean it is what it is. Yeah. I love what I do, so that's cool. No, I, I totally I understand. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it, it's it's just a crazy movie where they get lost and they run out of light, of course, and there's like monsters in the cave or whatever. Oh yeah. But yeah. Uh, have you guys ever had any accidents or falls within the within the mines?
2: Uh, pretty close. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we were in the middle of Nevada, uh, pretty far from any kind of civilization. Yeah. Uh, so we were pretty deep in this mine and, uh, I think there was, we had a large group. There was like eight of us in there and we were kind of walking around and we found this super deep hole, super wide. It was maybe 80 feet, like a 80 feet diameter. Like it was a huge circle in the ground Mm -hmm. and, uh, we were kind of looking in and kind of leaning over and, but there was this kind of old square set timber in front and we were kind of leaning on it a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, yeah, so it actually ended up falling down. We oh, were geez. we were able to take a step back. I mean, you don't really need to have like a fast reaction because it's so huge. You can kind of hear it before yeah, it goes. Yeah, But I mean, that's like 800 pounds of wood coming down. It was super loud. Everyone kind of freaked out for a second. It
1: kind fell of, all the way down. To into take the a, hole.
2: Yeah, it fell all the way down. Yeah,
1: Into the abyss.
2: Into the abyss. That's that's what we called it, actually. Yeah.
1: <laughs> did you hear it at the bottom or did it just keep going?
2: Oh, no, yeah, we heard it. I mean, <laughs> in the moment, I kind of had an adrenaline rush. We all did. So yeah. it's kind of hard to remember what we heard because we were kind of so freaked out from it. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that was pretty freaky. That was probably the sketchiest thing that's ever happened to us.
1: It, that reminds yeah. me of the what was that scene in the Lord of the Rings when they're in the mines of Moria and he, and he, acts, he drops that thing down the well and it falls all the way down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he wakes up everybody yeah. and he's like, "You idiot!" Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, glad, so, I'm glad nobody not, fell in, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. For sure.
2: Yeah. I'm glad too.
0: <laughs> so w- one of the things that you showed us that was just really, really interesting, I thought was really cool, is kind of like a, a, a 3d scan or kind of like a Matterport scan of the inside of one of these mines, And you, you actually mapped it out and, and we'll, uh, we'll put the link on our, on our description so you guys can go look at it, but, uh, it is really cool. I mean, you can kind of walk through, talk to us a little bit about that, that process and how that, you know, what, what that's all about.
2: Yeah. So one of my buddy's dads actually has one of these cameras kind of just laying around and, uh, we were, we were kind of curious what we could do with it. So we actually took it to an abandoned mine. And we uh, kind of went through it and scanned it. And we we're like, wow, this is like really cool. It maps it out totally one-to-one. Like uh, a lot of these people actually just kind of draw draw and kind of map out these mines. But this one is like totally accurate. Mm-hmm. The camera knows exactly where it is. And so it's actually super cool because uh, we were underground for maybe maybe 10 hours total scanning this mine. Yeah. And uh, it went through three different levels and you can actually see with uh, the Matterport, you can, you can see exactly like where the branches go out and how deep it goes and all the declines, inclines, it shows like everything. And so it's just super cool. And uh, a lot of people have really enjoyed it from what I've heard. So,
1: oh yeah, yeah. It's I, like, I, I checked it's, it out and it's really cool.
2: Yeah, it's like yeah. you're
0: there whenever you walk through, and you can kind of you know zoom in or zoom out and get the yeah like that full level view of of what it looks like in the ground, and then go in yeah. to the actual mine. It's really
2: cool. Yeah, and you can actually put on the VR goggles, and it's like you're pretty much there. Like oh it's, wow! Yeah,
1: that was quite the effort to do to do that. I mean, I know people that do that for like real estate. Uh I mean, heck, you can do that for a living, but. Uh, <laughs> mapping out this mine that's pretty cool and you got this on your on on a website right
2: yeah it's uh vrmines.com yeah cool. it's on there
1: and you've is it you've how many mines have you mapped is it just the one or
2: so just the one so i actually scanned that mine just before i left up to canada okay. so um, i'm hoping by the end of the this year i can get maybe 3 or 4 more mine skins what what do you think
0: the the future of that is i mean could this be used um for kind of exploration or people that are interested or, or people that want to go check out these mines, they can look at it before they go or, or what's the future of that?
2: Yeah. So as of right now, I'm just thinking, you know, get, get all these scans out as, you know, as quickly as possible, because people really like them, you know, different minds, people like exploring uh, kind of different areas of, of the United States and it's cool for them to learn. Cause I put little uh, tags on it actually. So you can actually kind of learn about what things are in the mind and so yeah i've gotten actually a lot of comments on instagram where uh i should be implementing these scans into like video games so i i personally have no like uh knowledge of putting anything into a video game but i'm (laughs) sure other people do Uh just gotta wait for someone to come around that knows a little bit more than i do and we could probably turn this into implement it into some video game or something Mm
0: -hmm. yeah you take it to like a uh, take it to like a national park or something like that. And, yeah. and uh, you know, talk to them and say, Hey, can I, you know, are there any mines in the park that I can go explore and I'll do this Matterport scan of them. And then you can put a link on your website that, you know, links back to the mine or something like
2: that. I, totally. I think it's,
0: just, it's really cool. All the, the stuff you can do with that.
2: Yeah. Uh, there's lots of mine owners around too. And uh, kind of in our little community, of mine explorers. There's a lot of claim owners and uh, I haven't really gotten there yet, but um, I'll be reaching out to everyone who wants, wants a mine scan and I'll scan their mind for them. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll love it. So that's cool. Yeah.
1: That'd be awesome if you could get government contracts to go in and scan mines, you know?
2: Yeah, Yeah. totally. (laughs) You could,
0: you could could, uh, enjoy, you do your hobby, which is exploring mines and potentially
2: make money doing it. I don't know a better job. (laughs) I know. I know. Uh, we're just getting started, too, so I personally, I have no idea where it could go. I mean, it could yeah. go pretty amazingly, so super exciting.
1: That's awesome. Now, one of the questions that uh, I've been begging, i uh, dying to ask you is, you know, you said you've explored over hundreds of mines. Have you ever yeah. been in any mines? I mean, people have likely died in these some of these mines. Um, have you ever experienced anything that was weird or creepy, uh, or have you ever get, like, really creeped out in any of these mines?
2: So I am not a huge believer in kind of that paranormal stuff. So, I mean, I might've heard some things in these mines before where some people would have gotten really freaked out. Uh, But my brain just kind of dismisses everything, you know, Uh it could be just some little crack or whatever, you know, something. But uh, when I was actually in Colorado, uh, the mine in there is very wet. There's lots of drips. And when I was inside there, those drips like really, really sounded like voices and it was actually pretty creepy. Like it sounded like someone was deep in the mind, just talking like a, like in a conversation. Oh, really? So that was something like me, I it was me and my other buddy that were in there and we were just standing there. Like, like what was that? Like it's, it, it was pretty creepy, but yeah. uh, I'm not, I'm not a huge believer in that stuff, uh-huh. but uh, I've had some, some other exploring buddies who have picked up actually on recording some kind of weird sounds in their video. Um, I'll have to, uh, link that maybe at the end. No,
1: way. there's a YouTuber that I've seen a couple of his videos and he explores mines as well. And there's some crazy ones where he's out and just by himself in a mine at the middle of the night. And there's all these voices and all this kind of stuff. Or there's one where he's like going into a mine. There's a bunch of chains hanging from the ceiling. I don't know if you've seen this one. Yeah and like when the changes starts swinging like oh man that would be yeah i'd be out of there so fast
2: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i know i've seen that video before that is that was pretty weird what was in that (laughs) video first off i wouldn't go in by myself and (laughs) uh Yeah,
1: yeah totally well i guess probably i'd be more worried well i'd be freaked out to 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 hear something creepy or a ghost or something like that but I would be more freaked out to see to come upon somebody living or in that mine or like some or kind an of animal. crazy homeless person or something, you know?
2: Yeah. So, uh, near the Mexican border, actually there's a lot of a, of a, uh, migrants that'll actually use these mines as, as shelters. And so I've seen a couple of videos of these, these mines are just completely trashed with garbage and everything. And people were actually kind of camping out in them. Hmm. And, uh, Kind of weird. I've never seen anything like that because I kind of explore Nevada, which isn't really that close to the border. Yeah. So I've never actually seen anyone else in the mines before. Uh, But I've seen some animals. Uh, One of the coolest animals I actually saw was a kit fox. Oh. And this this kit fox, we were kind of on a ledge, like twenty feet up, and we were kind of looking down at this little fox down there, and he was just kind of walking around, kind of looking at us, almost like almost like he was a dog or something. It was, it was really weird. He seemed huh. very docile. And, uh, yeah, I actually was able to get video of him kind oh, of just wow. wandering around. And he just kind of laid down. It was pretty cute. That so, is cool. That was pretty cool.
1: At, at least you were up what? on a ledge. You saw it. You were looking down. And it wasn't like running past you, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. He was down <laughs> like Or like, or like cre- creeped up behind you or something like that. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what yeah. kind of uh, what kind of equipment do you take with you when you go into these mines? You know, you said you've been in some of these mines for hours on end. What do you typically take with you?
2: Yep. So uh, we'll bring a big backpack of snacks and waters. Um, personally, myself, I always have four or five different flashlights on me. And uh, I always make sure, obviously, they're fully charged before we go in. Um, we'll wear our hard hats, I'll bring my rope, all my rigging equipment if I want to descend down anything. And uh, yeah, so uh, we'll have our the O2 sensor kind of just turned on kind of uh, in the side pocket just so it can kind of breathe because uh, the bad air actually sits uh, closer to the ground. So we'll kind of leave that lower to the ground if it picks up anything, um, but lots of water some snacks lots of light you don't you don't want to run out of light that's like oh yeah the worst nightmare that's your lifeline is there a certain is there a certain type yeah. of light that you, that you like more than others or yeah so i'm actually i have an affiliate with uh fenix light and so they make very very good high quality uh headlights so i'll strap that onto the top of my hard hat and uh the thing has 1600 lumens and I think it lasts like four hours. So wow. it also has a really good floodlight option. So it's really, really good for taking taking those pictures that I take. So awesome!
1: That's cool. Uh, I've seen some of these. Have you, have you ever brought into the minds? You know those giant flashlights that are like, yes, thirty yep. uh, like unbelievable hundred thousand lumens. We you
2: know? we have one of them. Yep, we call it uh, the power of the sun in your hand. So. <laughs> The thing is uh, thirty two thousand lumens. Oh my God. And it just I mean, uh, the abyss that we talked about before uh-huh. uh, we're actually able to light up that entire area. Oh wow. and with with the with this light, I mean it's just amazing. It's literally the sun in your hand. like it's crazy., <laughs> uh, so that thing's a beast, but it also heats up pretty quickly so you don't oh, want to yeah. leave that thing on for too long
1: because it, the sun will burn your hand
2: <laughs> <laughs> it will it'll burn a lot of things actually or your backpack when you put it back in your backpack exactly that's yeah we've wow. had a couple couple incidents of that
1: <laughs> i think i've seen people like boil water on the end of it uh you know these yeah. are like camping and stuff i'm sure that kills yeah. the battery real quick
2: <laughs> yeah yeah these things take days to charge too like wow they're they're beasts yeah
1: what's one piece of equipment like well that you've recently came upon, like, oh, I just, this is something that I have to have now. I mean, obviously lights, right? But is there anything other Yeah. Interesting?
2: Uh, Right now, I'm really in the market for looking for some really good hiking boots. Uh-huh. So after we're underground for a while, uh, my toes really got crunched in my shoes. Yeah. And so I'm kind of looking for something with a little bit of padding in the front. Uh, Haven't really found anything yet, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So new shoes are definitely due um but everything else is pretty good right now uh cool list is pretty much completed for what i kind of really need
1: yeah you ever consider you know those like athletic work boot like they're like they're like athletic tennis shoes almost but they're like work boots they have a steel toe Uh, yeah but they're really comfortable like kind of uh they look like just regular tennis shoes but they are for like working and doing stuff like that so maybe that might be an option Yeah, no,
2: definitely, definitely. I'm really, yeah, I I really need something. (laughs) Maybe look into
1: something like that. Well, it might not prevent you from rolling your ankle, but uh, or or stepping on dynamite. But hey, it might it might help your feet better.
2: (laughs) Totally, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing will help that dynamite. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Yeah. Uh, one time actually, we found a blasting cap, uh, in a mine, and so the blasting caps are basically small little charges that'll blow up the dynamite, and so I we kind of didn't really know how strong these things were. So we took it out of the mine. We brought it back to our campsite and we, we had a fire going. So we just tossed it in the fire, see what would happen. We all backed up and uh, wow. That thing <laughs> blew up like, just like a shotgun, sound like a shotgun, uh, <laughs> super loud. It kind of blew out shards of charcoal. Yeah. Thing that was pretty, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I could blow off a finger. Oh, and definitely could. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's crazy. So tell me about your team. It sounds like you got a, a mix of different guys you go out with. Are these just, you know, just, just buddies or do you usually go with the same guys or tell us about that?
2: Yeah. So half of them are probably, uh, probably half of them are my high school buddies. So uh, they're the guys that, as soon as they got their license, they got the Jeeps. And so we would all kind of go out on the weekends and go explore. So I'm still in touch with them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love going out with them. Uh, but through, uh, through social media, I found some other people that have very similar in- interests as me. And so we'll all go out and uh, I'll explore. So those are really fun times. They're, all, they're kind of crazy like I am. So mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to have the same level of experience. Uh, intensity when it comes to climbing things
1: yeah you ever have you ever going in with anybody that you're like man this guy's a knucklehead and he's just gonna get hurt (laughs) or get somebody else hurt
2: no never never we i i always kind of uh know who will do well in the mines and i'm i'm very careful who i bring to them because uh it's it's pretty tough in there like we're in there for hours on end and uh yeah they got to be you know somewhat fit right so
1: and calm too you don't want someone running around or screwing around or yelling or anything like that I
2: exactly guess. yeah that's you don't want that <laughs> no
0: <laughs> so i I've got a question uh and maybe this this is gonna put you on the spot um and maybe this is more kind of a philosophical question but how have how how has exploring minds or how is exploring this hobby in your life made you or helped develop the person you
2: are? if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. So there's been lots of times where we've been underground for a while and my friends are kind of tired and ready to go. And uh, in, my, in the back of my mind, I know there's like a spot that we missed. And so one time actually, uh, my friends were like, all right, we're ready to go. So they started heading down the mountain earlier than I did. And I stayed in and checked out this last spot. And uh, I was in, in there for maybe 20 minutes, and it was the, the coolest things I've ever found. So I was kind of standing up on this little ledge, and there was I could kind of see like a shad uh, a a shovel kind of in the distance. And those things are pretty rare. So I went down, kind of kind of investigated, and it was fully intact shovel. And I was like, wow. I mean, what else could be down here? So I kind of just kept going. And, uh, there was this one little nine foot ladder that I saw and, uh, I walked up the ladder and staring at me right in the face was a fully intact pickaxe. I was like, wow, this is blowing me away. Oh, and cool. from, I just... from, from 120 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe from the twenties. So maybe hundred years, years ago, hundred years old. Yeah. So saw that pickaxe and I was like, it kind of kept going a little bit further And so I kept going and, uh, just four fully intact dynamite boxes, just sitting there. And so the one thing I can kind of take away from that is, uh, kind of just, uh, keep going. Just always keep exploring. Uh, yeah. Persistence. Yeah. Persistence. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, there's this ten- this tenacity, almost to never die. You know, I'm just a yeah, I'm exactly. Gonna go check it. I'm gonna do a full a full recon of this of this ma- this mine here.
2: Yeah, yeah. Always explore until you can't no further. It's just kind of something I've learned. So just kind of keep pushing until you can't. Basically,
1: I imagine you know you mentioned earlier you alluded to some of the history, of some of these mines. Is that not only is it you're exploring these mines, but you're also kind of learning the history of, of these mines. And I I imagine that's much more exciting going in saying, Hey, this is, this this used to be an old copper mine. And this is what it was. This much copper was pulled out of this mine and it was closed this year. Like how is learning the
2: history of
1: all these different mines kind of changed your whole experience?
2: So it's actually quite amazing. So inside these mines, the miners actually take their carbide headlamp and kind of, uh, draw on the walls. It's called miners graffiti. And so with that, they'll actually document load counts. They'll write their names, their dates, kind of instructions for the next crew. So you can actually learn a lot about the mine just going in and exploring. Hmm.
1: Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I love to hear those yeah. stories. Have you ever yeah. been in a mine where you've seen it kind of turn into like a cave? Like it's come into like a cave mm. system as well?
2: mm uh there's been not not very often but sometimes we'll kind of see a little kind of cutout out uh, on the upper wall that goes through and you can tell it's like very smooth inside and so you can tell that it was a natural cave but uh there's there's not that many natural caves in nevada from mm. what i've seen uh so not very often but occasionally yeah is that something you think you would be interested
0: in kind of exploring into is more of like natural caving and as well as
2: mines i kind of have fallen in love with the history for mining and so it's a little bit different in caves for me so i really like exploring the history kind of reading you know the walls what all the miners have written kind of the things they've left behind uh the impressive structure and architecture inside um, so it's quite different than kind of your normal cave, and uh, I really, really enjoy the history and exploring those mines. So it is a little bit different, in a way. Yeah, that's awesome. I lo- yeah. I, I love history.
0: I, I'm a history buff. I I just love hearing people's stories, and uh, so I, I definitely uh, vibe with that for sure. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever
1: been up to Silver City, uh, Nevada, which is like an hour south of Reno?
2: I know exactly where it is. Uh, I've driven through it, Um, but uh, me and my buddies do a lot of road trips and there are a lot of us and a lot of them are kind of hooligans, so (laughs) I won't really take them them into the mines, but uh, yeah, no, I have a, a huge map of places that I would hopefully get to in the future and Silver City is definitely one of them. I found a lot of good stuff up there, so
1: yeah, it's it's kind of a little touristy trap place, but they got a lot of like stuff from that old mine. I mean, it was an old mining town, and so they got a lot of all that old history stuff. Yeah, and I bet yeah. you'd love to go through some of the museums there and really just see, hey, you know, this stuff. I see, I see this stuff inside these mines and learn about, yeah. you know, how yeah. they did it. And and we, my wife and I, went down there once and we we got to go through one of the mines. It was a short one, but it was like a it's just a guided tour, but it was really cool. And uh, I, I think that you should check it out it'd be something right up your alley
2: <laughs> yeah no totally i have i mean i just have i have hundreds of locations marked so it'll take a while to kind of get through all of them i have a lot of kind of cool locations that yeah lots of uh bucket list places and all that kind of cool stuff
0: you got nothing but time ahead of you
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what, what yeah
0: what 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 uh, what kind of interaction? I, I know you you post a lot to social medias and Instagram and TikTok, and you you, you have YouTube channel um, that you said you're you're kind of getting back into. Um, what, what kind of feedback do you get from people on your your explorations? What what do people say about it?
2: I have uh, kind of a wide variety of opinions on there. Uh, you know, social media is never face to face, right? So people will kind of just say whatever they want and uh yeah they'll say a lot of things that they think they know and it's really not true uh so but there's also a lot of people on there that are very curious and a lot of people that really want to learn about the history and kind of see more of what I do and uh that's kind of who I target to and I always respond to those comments I love kind of teaching people kind of what they want to know and so it's it's pretty satisfying when I'm able to do that so
1: Are there any, like, comments that you get that just, like, repeatedly just like, why do people keep asking me this that you want to just, like, dispel, like, the the mystery around it or uh, respond to any of those comments?
2: It's crazy because, like, these posts, I have probably, like, 20 of the same questions asked on these posts. Like, these people could literally just go in the comments and scroll down just, you know, a couple (laughs) times, and they'll be able to find the answer, of course, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well... That's that's awesome, man. I'd love that. You said that you are uh, going to school right now, or, or are you going to university? Or, or I'm curious what you're and I asked that to to see. I'm curious what lies ahead of you. i mean like, how's this this work that you're doing now? This kind of hobby slash, you know, I don't know if it's you could say it's more than a hobby, but uh, where's this? Where do you think this is going to take you in your future, or, or compared to what you're doing right now?
2: Yeah, so I'll be taking uh, a couple classes this coming semester uh, in Phoenix, uh, one of them actually being geology. So I've never taken geology before. Um, I know kind of the basics of what I see, the veins in these mines, but not nearly enough. So this coming year, I'm super excited. I'll be taking geology, kind of learning more about kind of what what uh, they look for and how, how things actually like work. And so uh, I'll be taking that uh i'll actually be taking digital photography as well so i'll be ramping up uh the quality of photos significantly so that's super excited and uh i'll be going into web design hopefully at asu i haven't really uh decided yet Uh, i'm kind of one of those people where uh i kind of really don't know what i want to do yet with my life because i'm still 20 years old right so Still trying to figure things out, but uh, web design kind of takes my interest. So hopefully, uh, kind of get into that later and maybe implement some of the things that I have learned through mine exploring and kind of mash them together.
1: You know what, dude? If, if it's any uh, advice from a thirty-four-year-old guy, uh, I still don't know exactly what I want to do in this life. Ethan <laughs> <I think laughs> would echo the same sentiment. I think, yeah. you know, for for, for me, I. I and I've, I came across something the other day, some person on social media was talking about a multi-passionate person. And I feel like that's really what describes me, and it may describe you as well from what I can tell, is that they just have passions in so many different things that to pigeonhole myself into one thing, is just, it feels like I don't feel fulfilled mm-hmm. just doing one thing. Uh, so yeah. that's why Ethan and I do this podcast, aside from our day jobs, and we do so many other things, but uh, just... and I And I see that in you too, like... Don't feel bad that you don't know exactly what you want to do with your life. Just, (laughs) just keep following your passions.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, super, yeah. yeah, Super excited to see what comes out of this because I have no idea it could be something life changing. So we'll just have to wait and see.
0: Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And, and, and I admire too. I mean, I'm sure it's like, I mean, it's it's time consuming, right? I'm sure it takes time to, to research these minds and to go out there and everything else and, and so, even just to get the motivation to go out into the wilderness and like take action is just really admirable in and of itself. So, yeah. Um,
2: you ever taken a girlfriend know, down in the mines? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she kind of doesn't really like it very much. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see. I might have to pull her in one time.
0: Awesome. That's funny.
2: Well, uh, Owen,
0: oh, you know, one thing we we, we always ask our uh, guests on the podcast, and a creed is a, a set of beliefs or principles that guide someone's actions in their lives. And I was wondering if you would maybe share a little bit of your own personal creed. Uh, it could be a, a, a quote or a lifestyle or a scripture or whatever else it might be, something that, yep. that helps you or guides you to, to do the things that you do.
2: Yeah, so kind of like I uh, kind of mentioned earlier, um, kind of that story where I stayed the extra 20 minutes and found those amazing things where if I would have left, I would have never been able to see them. And so I guess kind of my quote would be just always explore till you can't know further. Um, you know, you never know what's hiding behind that corner. And so flip every stone and keep pushing and keep going.
1: Yeah, I totally... Feel that, uh, you know, just exploring in all things in life, whether that be, you know, in in any passion that you have, just keep going. And who knows, maybe around that next corner, or maybe you're just just on the precipice of finding something really cool or achieving something really great. Uh, So if we give up too soon sometimes, uh, we might lose out on those opportunities or those great finds in life uh, because we're scared to do something hard or to keep sticking with something.
0: Yeah, totally. And one thing that I like too is is you get this mentality in life sometimes where at least it happens to me is i get this what if in my mind and it's like well what if i would have pushed myself harder Or, you know what if i would have uh ran that extra mile or what if i would mm-hmm. have um you know gone around that next corner and for me that's almost like a driving force to to keep going on things and to say even when everything's get tough i'm tired I see the next corner and I'm like, what if there's something really cool around the corner? And, you know, sometimes you get to the corner and you turn and there is something really cool. Sometimes you get to the corner and you turn and it's just a a rock wall and you're like, oh, that's not really that cool. But (laughs) at least at least I know in my mind I'm a little more settled to say at least I know I don't have to what if, you know, at least I can I can I'm satisfied with with my push, you know, and, and my effort and what I did. And I think that can be applied to, you know, not just minds, but really anything that you do in in your life. And so I really like what you were saying, just, you know, don't, don't give up, keep pushing until, until the end.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think we, uh, it's kind of the hardest thing to do. One of the hardest things to do in life is just to push on and see where it takes you. And uh, yeah, a lot of people miss out unfortunately on amazing things where they just don't don't push that corner and uh I'm trying my best to uh you know explore every part of that mind right? And try and find <laughs> everything so awesome, yeah.
1: well, Owen, can you tell uh, our listeners uh where to find you and uh I think you also said you had a a special promo code for some of our listeners.
2: Sure. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok under the name Kenner Underground, um, as well as my YouTube actually. And uh for my 3D virtual mind scans, uh, my website is vrminds.com. And uh for this podcast, we have a special promo code. Uh it's all lowercase. It is creed 2022. And uh you save three bucks off the mind scan, which is actually 50% off. Oh, nice. So uh Hopefully a couple of you guys can uh, explore that mine and I'd love to hear everyone's thoughts on everything. So I always love the feedback.
1: Oh yeah. Well, thank you. We appreciate yep. that. Yeah. That'd be so creed all lowercase 2022 20, uh, for those that yep. you can go to vrminds.com, right? Yep. And check out that uh, awesome mine that he scanned. Uh, it's really cool. So go check as, it
0: out. As well as, as well as all the, I mean, there's tons of content on Instagram and TikTok as well. And just, Pictures that we you know, things that we've talked about today, and, and and things that that uh you've captured and put up there, Um really cool stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, Owen, oh, we're 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 we're, gonna, we're definitely following you, and uh you know we'd love to keep <laughs> in touch with you, and you know love to follow your journey, and hope to maybe have you back on in one day when you really see that that mind and the ghost, the ghost in the mine I should say. Are <laughs> 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 you come, or you come back happens. on and, you come back on and tell us about the second set of adventures that you've had and, uh, and yeah. how things have been going. So, thank you so much yeah. for joining us today. Really appreciate you coming on. And that's uh, been great.
2: Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys so much. This is actually the first podcast I've ever done. So, a little nervous at first, but I think it was pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> you did great, man. Thank you so much. And uh, to our listeners out there, let's build that creed together. All, All right. right. Let's do it. Thanks.